All right, it is news time, and news is brought to you by Avista Utilities. And as we go into the news real quickly here, thank you for introducing me to Life Cereal. Okay. Big fan. I'm excited that you like it. Again, I think it's a great cereal. Jay had never had it. Uh, For those who are listening for the first day ever today. Yeah. Jay likes something, and he talked about this just, just a bit ago, but Jay likes something, and when he likes it, that's the one he likes. And that's where it stays. Yeah, like and, for ten years, I've gone to the same Mexican restaurant, and had the same yeah. meal every time. I I love it about you. You don't you don't find the need to branch out. You are you know what I love about it? I love it that you're content, you're happy. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I think you get a lot of people, and it's it can stress me out a little bit, who are always looking for more stuff. Yeah, they're like, why wouldn't you branch out? Why do I? Like, because I like that. I, I, like I know it. what it is, and I like it. And and you do not have the mentality of you're settling. That's no. the thing. I, I think that maybe there's some people then on the other side who are, who are not trying new things, but they're just settling. Yeah. And maybe they need to try something new. Certainly. You are very happy with the ones, the things you like, and I, I love that. So the fact that you were able to try a new cereal and enjoy it speaks volumes to life. So to the Quaker brand, yeah. you, you might be on to something. You might, Quaker might have some legs in the game. They might catch on, catch on here. <laughs> they, they figured might, it out, huh? Might, wow. Yeah, they might be able to do something. I mean, if you want to get Keep crazy. Your eyes on Quaker. You can, <laughs> you can do stuff like, you know, add uh, strawberry milk to it and, you know, yeah. all that stuff people it, on the text line are talking about. So, so here's the deal. TC has claimed Cinnamon Life is the greatest. Yeah. I, I've never had Cinnamon Life. Wow. Uh, we had we had a, you know what, I forgot to ask you this off air, so I'll ask you on air. Did Is the discussion we had off air, do you feel different now? Do you feel different now? Anything after eating oh, life? Oh, for sure. My life is way more complete. Okay. I'm just making sure. I mean, is that is like, that what you meant? I, I feel like the goodness of someone's heart can be measured by whether they eat life By their consumption of life. life. Because yeah. we were talking to a lot of people in the building yesterday, and it got to the point where Jay actually left because he was uncomfortable with this. Yeah. I was asking every person who came by whether they liked life cereal because I would made it an assumption that if you like life, you have a good heart. And so then we would just ask the employee who worked with us, do you like life? And they would answer it. Do you like life cereal? And they would answer. And then we would all ju- judge them and giggle. Yeah, now I feel bigger than life. Everything is, uh, Everything's bigger. Yeah, you're larger than life. Yep. So it was a fun game that I enjoyed a lot. I'm and sure you a did. lot of our coworkers just wondered why we were either laughing at them or <laughs> celebrating them. I'm sure I'll get an email about it at some point today. Also, someone stole the vacuum just out of curiosity. Oh, no. If you're in the building and you have the vacuum, maybe you could bring it back to the upstairs because it says radio on it, and that's where we're located, so we could vacuum up some messy life cereal on the carpet. Yeah, if you go to our Instagram, uh, Jay and Kevin on Instagram, you can go to our Facebook, Jay and Kevin Show. Look at the story. You can see a box of life cereal on the ground with Mm. more cereal on the carpet than was in a cereal bowl. I want to do a quick quick (laughs) snake story for you because it, it came out this morning. NFL superstar Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know. You know, I'm not here to do sports, but do we consider him a superstar? Uh, no. Thank you. Sorry, Cowboys fans. But yeah, he's not, I he's mean. got to do something. Yeah. Prove it. You know what, Ezekiel Elliott? You want to be a superstar? Prove it. We do have our good friend Clay DeBoard, who, <laughs> who's come in studio many times, former Eastern Eagle, and played with Ezekiel Elliott at the Cowboys, who said this guy is wild. He's wild uh, and fun in a fun way. Yeah. And so Ezekiel Elliott posted a video, and he posted it late last night. It's gone going viral today. He is an animal lover. In fact, he has got a separate picture that he posted with four of his dogs. They are 
One of them, one of them's a bulldog. He's got some Rottweilers. He's just got a bunch of dogs. Okay. Animal lover. The video he posted is him shirtless because he's a football of course player. So he's why would shirtless. look, man? Why would you wear a shirt if you're like if you look like that? And he's just got this huge snake that is just slithering all over his body. <laughs> it's got its tongue out like it wants to eat him. It's just. It is terrifying. It grows up through his beard, yeah, onto his face. It's a cool looking snake, I will okay. say. Okay, it is a cool looking snake. It's it, like white with red or uh, orange patches. The orange patches have black stripes on them. I don't know what that is, but I mean, it, I'll I'll say this: when I first saw it, I thought it looks the markings on the snake are so defined, it looks fake. So I thought, is that a robotic snake? And what? then I'm like, no, it's not a robotic snake. It's Ezekiel Elliott, of course. It's <laughs> is it one of those snake. wooden snakes that you get your kid as a toy? That's oh. that. Click, 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 clicks all around, and you can kind of wiggle it around to make it look real. Is it one of those, or is it a real snake? <laughs> it's real. What do we think of snake owners? I, I need this. I need <laughs> we the Jay and Kevin show. We need to have an opinion on snake owners. Now, I'm going to tell you, I am on the side that I, I know I'm not nearly alone. It's Indiana Jones and me and a huge army. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm terrified of snakes, and I mean terrified. I, I grew up in a country where snakes were everywhere. People yeah. had snakes as pets. I was terrified of them. I still am to this day. Yeah. So when, you're not going to let one crawl on your face? Oh, no. When someone says there, when someone gets on Nextdoor app and says, there's a snake on the sidewalk in this area, I will walk as far away from there as humanly possible for weeks. But what do we feel? I, I, I guess I need to know what we need to know. What, what, do I, what should I feel about snake owners? Are you snake owners? Are you good people? Are you crazy people? Are you more sophisticated people? Yes, I do. I mean, she said I don't have to go right I'm just I've 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 met people who own snakes. And I've never Now, I'm not saying all snake owners are like this, but I've just never really met a super normal snake owner. Uh, and maybe that's just because I have very few interactions with snake owners. Right, you and I aren't seeking out snake owners. I mean, not, not on a regular basis. Four four one zero nine 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 is our phone number. Maybe you know a snake owner. Maybe you are a snake owner. Maybe you dated a snake owner. Maybe whatever. I, we just need some. Sheriff Woody was who, a snake owner, right? Because he had a snake in his boot. And he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. So uh, we just need some solid facts on snake owners. I'd love to hear from a snake owner yeah. because I think they'll be honest with you. They'll know if all the screws are tightened up there upstairs <laughs> right yeah that's fair if you own a snake you can tell if you're if everything's correct you might know so let us know 4410999 snake owners what's your sto- what's your deal bud what's your deal you're, are you specifically asking if are they normal or are you specifically yeah what's your story so what's your story what's your story yeah, okay monty is texting monty to me seems like a snake owner <laughs> i think my unreal okay of course he does his son who i love his son tony has a has a snake, big snake. And, now Tony's in Tony's his twenties. Tony's right, rad, though. so it's like you know, it's like yeah, man, I'm gonna go get a snake. And you're right, in his twenties. I I don't know. Is it different if you own a snake like when you're like forty? I think if I owned a snake, if I went out and bought a oh, snake this week single. with my wife and kids out of town, <laughs> and my wife comes home and it's like, hey, babe, man. I got a snake. I think it would come along with a like a nose piercing and and a tattoo. I, I think it would be full crisis mode, <laughs> right? I, I full midlife crisis mode. If she came home and I had I bought a snake, a pet snake, as a forty year old, that would be weird. Like especially your first one. I don't know. All of a sudden, it's just ah man, this just hit me. I couldn't couldn't believe it. I had to get a pet snake. 
I, I, and I, again, I don't know Tony's entire life right now. And I apologize to Tony for not keeping up with him because I love him. I don't know if he's dating or not. But I've also thought guys who own pet snakes own the pet snake to get, to get babes. Because there, you are immediately labeled a bad boy. You're a bad boy. Oh yeah, I and feel like that's right. Look, gals, don't. We don't need to hear it. I get it. Y'all want a bad boy. <laughs> you do. I, you know, I know this because I'm not a bad boy, and my friends who are all had girlfriends forever because everyone wants a bad boy, and a snake is one of the easiest ways to declare, "Hey, look at me, I'm a bad boy." What else do you assume about snake owners? Tattoo. I think snake owners, I don't think we're going to find a snake owner that doesn't have a tattoo. That would be interesting. I don't think we're going to find one. I just, I don't think so. I think you're going to have some kind of tattoo. I'm not saying you have an entire sleeve. Right. But you will have a tattoo of your snake owner. I think there's a rule written that says that. I think it's, it's written down. Well, feel free to Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Hello, everyone. Kevin James. Tomorrow's game will be the meeting between the two, beating both first. <sighs> the Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, Slimmy, what do you have? Jane Kevin, I lost a $200 piece of equipment at work yesterday. Should I buy the part and replace it without telling a soul? Buy the part and replace it and tell my boss what happened? Or should I tell my boss this morning in hopes that the company pays for the new part? I feel like I need to tell my boss what happened, but if I don't have to, then I don't mind skipping that step. That is from Patrick, who sent that in on our text line, 4410999. You can also text in your listener letters. Yeah. Send them to us on Facebook, on the air, jankevin.com is also still there. And readily available, as is tcgolfs at gmail.com. <laughs> Obviously, Patrick needs to know this this morning, so we have to make sure we get this ready to go because I, I don't know what time he goes to work, but, uh, you know, he's, he's going to have to make a decision quickly here. I'm the wrong person to ask. Because? Well, I, I think we've told this. We've probably told the story too many times on the show, but I'll tell it one more time for you. It has to do with our good friend TC. This is my history with this kind of stuff at work. One time I had to run a little errand for work. This is a long time ago when we worked at a different building altogether. Mm-hmm. And I had to run an errand, and I did not want to run the errand in my car because it was a work errand. Right, nor should you have to. And I took a company car down to uh, the store. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, it popped a tire. And it popped a tire about four blocks away from the radio station. And what'd you do? Drove it back and uh, parked the car and put the keys back in the thing and went to my office and did my entire work day. It didn't tell a single soul. And felt really bad about it, but I was terrified. I did. I just didn't know. I was. I was a, a nightmare, total wreck. And TC, who was in charge of the entire building at that time, <laughs> he called me in for a little meeting the next morning, mm-hmm. and looked me dead in the eyes and goes, "I'm just going to ask you if you used Car X yesterday." Right. And I looked right, I, and it was that. It's that moment where yeah. you and now you are now. This is it. This is going to be. This is going to determine a lot. And I looked and I said, "You know what, TC? I did." And 
the tire blew out. And I drove it back on the tire. And I know I ruined it. And I don't know what that's going to mean, but I did do that. And he goes, well, it needs to have an entire replacement of blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. But TC, being the guy he is, and probably why he doesn't have this position anymore, <laughs> said, how about we keep that between you and me, and we'll just get it taken care of. And I dodged a huge bullet. Yeah. I am the now, wrong. Now, that was young, Sean Woodman. Oh, I was 23 years old. Yeah, now 20, what would you do? I, I, would, I would take my own car. Uh, so I, I would be, <laughs> I, I would now. I, but here's the deal. Now, so much older, you know, so much less stressed out about dealing with any bosses. I would obviously have called from the side of the road. This is also like pre-cell phones. It would be right. Yeah. And so I would, would have call had to walk. And be like, hey, the car, the tire just popped on the coyote truck. I, I don't know what, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Because you know, I don't know how to change the tire. Right. <laughs> I mean, Patrick. So obviously, he's, he wants to take responsibility. He's not I trying to. He's not trying to actually not fix it or replace it. Some people just walk away and go, oh, I don't know what happened. I drove on the tire. Um, so, so he's got that part right. But I will say this, and this is what I usually say to someone who's in this predicament. Have you not seen Meet the Parents? <laughs> so true. You don't substitute Jinxy by bringing in another Mr. Jinx and paint his tail. <laughs> you're going to get caught. Yeah, you're right about that. You don't substitute. You go in, you man up. And you say, I mean, the fact that he said he's willing to replace it shows that he's a good guy, right? Yeah. Doesn't it feel like he's a good guy? I think he sounds like a good yeah. guy. Yeah. So you say, hey, man, I have no idea what happened. I I understand the theory of, look, I can just buy the part and replace it. No one will know it's gone. Yeah. I get that. And that I don't know that that option's terrible. I, I don't think that option is as terrible as some people may make it out to be. I, I don't necessarily even think you're lying at that point. I, I, I don't I don't know. But I think your best play is not to go in with the part, but to definitely go in right to the Boston and say, hey, look, yesterday I lost that part. Yeah. And I'm willing to buy a new one. I, I don't looked know, it up. I, I know how much it yeah. is. I can replace it for yeah. 200 bucks. But I def- I lost it. And I think I think that's the play. I think I it think. is, too. And you know what? There's probably a good chance they're going to make you pay for it. Uh, it's possible. There's probably a good chance of it. But I do think the respect you garner as an employee is invaluable. Almost to the fact that maybe everyone should go to work today and lose something. Oh, just to see how valuable just, you are? So tomorrow you can go into your boss and say, you know what? Yesterday I lost this, and I'm willing to buy a new one. Man. You want to go really in-depth. Do you have anything in the building you like? Just you. Okay, well, that's Let's say you needed a new microphone for your in-home studio. Okay. You know what you should do? <laughs> oh, you no, should try no, this. no, no. So take one of the microphones. In fact, do it right now. Take one of the microphones, okay? okay. Yeah, take the one marked TC, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take the microphone. Lose it at your house. Oh, I lost it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You come in tomorrow. Right. You say, hey, boss, I feel bad. I lost the microphone. Yeah. And I'm willing to replace it. I'm willing to, willing to pay for a new one. I'm so sorry. There's a chance they'll replace it. <laughs> and you got a free microphone out of the deal. Okay. Some of the advice given here momentarily was great, but that right there. That's what I think Patrick did, by the way. You think he took I think that Patrick part? swindled a piece of equipment from work. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. now is banking on his boss replacing the part on the company. And now Patrick has a brand new printer at home. That's what I think happened. There's a lot of times you, the companies you work for, you just want to take all that stuff. I mean, it's just so valuable. Well, I mean, come on. When, when, I when, need a flux capacitor. Uh huh. And I'll replace it for a small fee. I've been needing a 55-year-old vacuum. Right. Yes.
I need the station. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Saying that we were faking like we were country. We were pretending to be a cowboy, yeah. Yeah. Kevin James. Here's yeah. the deal. I got a little cowboy in me, but I don't want to wear a cowboy hat. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Entertainment News is brought to you by Zero Res. One of my favorite stories that's going on in the world of entertainment has to do with Elon Musk. So great, is it not? Elon Musk is trying to buy the social media <laughs> app Twitter. He's trying to buy it at one. He's trying to buy one hundred percent of the company. He wants one hundred percent ownership. It's hilarious. You're like, oh, I went and bought uh, some milk yeah. and some live cereal today. What are you going to buy, Elon? I think I'm going to buy Twitter. <laughs> I, yeah, I had to consider. I had to think about for a while last night whether I wanted to spend. $20 to buy Jackbox Party Pack 8. Oh, and yeah, I yeah. did, but it took you didn't just immediately buy it, right? right? It took me a moment. Elon Musk is going to spend $40 billion to buy Twitter. <laughs> and I think I know why. And if this is why, it will be my favorite story in the history of rich people. Okay. So he, he announced that he made an offer. He, he said, I, I invested in, this is from Elon Musk, I invested in Twitter as I believe it's in its potential to be the platform for free speech around the globe. Yeah. And I believe free speech is a societal imperative for a functioning democracy. This is what he said. This is what smart guy, smart guy words. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to buy all of it. He does not care about free speech. He does not care about whatever he cares about. What Elon Musk cares about is this account at (laughs) Elon Jet. Because this story was huge at the end of last year and into this year. As a young kid who I, na- I believe his name is Jax. Okay. Jax Sweeney, I believe is this kid's name. Okay. He made a Twitter account that follows everywhere Elon Musk's private jet goes. Whoa. Okay, so it will, if Elon Musk's private jet lands at an airport, it will tweet immediately where it is. So, for instance, <laughs> on April 12th, that was two days ago, the, the post just says, Landed in Vancouver, British Columbia, oh. approximate flight time, three hours, 35 minutes. And then it will give all the details on where the airplane came from, where it's going. Like, it just That's follows. hilarious. It. And Elon Musk, at the beginning of the year, was like, dude, you have to shut that account down. And he offered the dude, I think, 5000 bucks or something like that to right. shut the account down. And the guy's like, $5,000? To stop literally following you? You, you have... You have one hundred bazillion dollars. You offer me five thousand. That's like me offering someone a penny. You know how that probably happened? Someone literally probably said, "Do you follow Elon Musk on Twitter?" And he thought, "No, but I should actually follow him. I should actually follow him. I should literally follow." And him. you know, when you're doing something like this, you're going to get the attention of a billionaire. That's a huge deal. I mean, yeah. he's got four hundred. The account blew up. He's got four hundred one thousand followers. So wow. I thought at the time. I think I even said on the show. I, I said. Elon Musk, you're you really you did it to yourself here. Like this yeah. kid's never gonna stop. You you five thousand dollars is not enough. No. He's coming at you. The only way you can you the only way you can change this is to offer the kid a million bucks or hire him as like a hire him into a company and have, give him a salary yeah. where he does something good. And what Elon Musk then said to me is, or what I'll do <laughs> is I'll buy the entire platform. <laughs> I'll buy all of it. Then I'll block you. And oh, I will oh. delete this kid <laughs> from Twitter forever. That's hilarious. And then I will sell the company. But for one moment, if that's what he does, if Elon Musk buys Twitter, and we all watch at Elon Jet, 
And within moments of Elon Musk owning Twitter, if that account's gone, then Elon Musk spent $40 billion to get back at a kid. And, it and sounds, that will be my favorite thing ever. It sounds like you're making it up, but it literally is. I don't think, I really don't think 40 I. 40 billion. It's like, 40 billion. Like when you say, oh, is, what are you going to do? Buy that for like $40 billion? It just sounds like something you would say randomly. Yeah. But no, it's literally over forty billion dollars. If that's if it really is, where he blocks this kid immediately, <laughs> that would be so great. And it was the thing where you go, oh, Elon, you got gotta him. give you gotta give the guy more than five thousand dollars. No, I don't. Yeah, you do, because he's gonna keep doing it. Like there's nothing you can do to stop him. Well, I'll buy the whole doggone thing. I'll, I'll block him. And now I spent forty billion dollars, <laughs> and the kid lost five thousand. It would just be, <laughs> it would be wild. So I've enjoyed watching that. I've also really enjoyed watching these two, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, are all over the place lately. And they're continually talking about their the meeting, their relationship, their yeah. wedding, all that stuff. Uh, uh, Gwen Stefani was on, I believe it was Ellen's show okay. yesterday. And again, still talking about the wedding and everything. Uh, these two are awesome. I had this fantasy of building like bleachers, but... This is about for her wedding. She was going to do a huge wedding with bleachers and the whole nine. Bleachers. But huh. it just was like it got smaller and smaller and, you know... The Lord works in mysterious ways. It was like the perfect amount of people. It was so intimate. It was so exactly what it needed to be. And yeah, it was just, and not just the wedding, but the marriage is so fun. And I'm so <laughs> into it. So I feel very blessed. I love them. <laughs> the marriage is so fun. Jay, I love them. I love Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. I yeah, think they're I, so wonderful together. I don't think it's phony baloney what you see. I want them to succeed forever. I do too. Here, here was Gwen Stefani moving forward and proving to me that she and Blake Shelton need some kind of HGTV or Chip and Joanna Gaines network TV show. You know, not the kind oh, yeah. of like Kardashians that's over the top and crazy. They need just the good old fashioned wholesome family TV show. So ri rich redneck. Just talking about seed planting because it's such a huge thing in my life and only to end up in Oklahoma planting seeds. Like I think about all the different seeds that were planted in my life, the seeds of faith, like the seeds of just these ideas and these wild ideas I had that actually came true. And even the one to like fall in love with Blake. And it's crazy because now I'm going to go back there and plant so many flowers and they're going to bloom. And it's so exciting. But um there's just so much, like, relevance between the two things, like, if you think about it. Blake and Gwen wow. are destined for a, a wholesome-ish reality TV show. I really think they would be awesome on that. Yeah, it would be fun. The yeah. more I hear them talk, the more I hear Gwen Stefani talk, she's exactly opposite of what I thought she would be like following her career as a, a punk rock star and right. loving her band, no doubt, and then loving Gwen Stefani when she was doing her solo stuff, and then you're like, she married Blake Shelton, what's going on? And I just think they're super cool down to earth for celebrities, right? For super duper rich celebrities. Well, I mean, we have some options. We could have a show called, you know, a day in the a day in the country, and then we follow uh, Blake and Gwen. Yep. For like a week, do episodes of that. Then we do Thomas Rhett and Lauren, of course. And then you know we do the Bryans, right? I mean, Luke and his wife. We do Tim and Faith. I mean, you could literally make a pretty cool show that could last a while. I would also love a Luke Combs episode. Yeah. Because his wife, Nicole, just when you see the pictures of them, they look very opposite. Right, for they, sure. They look very opposite. But obviously they aren't. That's why they, they're, they're married. And I would love to see a day where she makes him do something that Nicole likes and Luke makes her do something Luke likes.
Gosh, those would be great shows. Because that would be awesome. Luke Combs sitting in a manicure pedicure chair would be one for the ages. <laughs> with his, be one for the with ages. his blue shirt on. Takes his boots off. Takes oh, his boots man. off, and the ladies he's like, "I'm sorry," because you know that's the first thing out of his mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> And she's like, "Yeah, me too." <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Moments later, they're on the boat. They're on. They're are. They're all camouflaged up, and she has to shoot a gun. I mean, I just think, I uh, yeah, that show would be fun. That would be, be great. Show a country life. We've got great country stars for it right now. Yeah, we do. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Try it. Let us know how you feel about it. Taste that country goodness. Kevin James. The Jay and Kevin Show. Right. Taste their country goodness. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Tomorrow, a free fuel Friday in the 7 o'clock hour tomorrow morning. We will have for you a chance to win $100 in free fuel. In fact, we'll do it four times tomorrow. So make sure you're listening for that. We've got the It's email time. I'm getting roasted. On? On dropping the live cereal. Oh, you dropped some cereal? Huh. I, I had I put my phone away and I just brought it over in front of my face to catch up with everything that was going on. And I wish I had just left it over on the side of the, the desk. I'm going to put it back over there. I'm getting <laughs> roasted. I dropped an entire box of live cereal that Jay was supposed to eat today. I dropped it and half of the live cereal, cereal spilt out all over Jay's floor, but in Jay's studio. I still cannot find the vacuum. I've, I've looked for it like 15 times so far today, and every time I go out there to grab the vacuum, I have to jump over the pile of cereal. Because yeah, if you step in it, it's going to be permanently ingrained in the carpet. I mean, we already picked up the big chunks, but you know, you got a vacuum. I got an email from JT I want to read, and, I, and JT, I will get to it. And if it, if, it, if it is in this segment, I will get to it. Okay. I... I I need to ask what to do about something. All right. Uh, there is something you on the floor. You can't buy Twitter. You don't have enough. There's, <laughs> oh, I know. I, I want to buy Twitter to promote that Elon Musk jet account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I There is something on the, on the floor in my studio I have not picked up. <laughs> oh, no. And I need to know what the proper course of action. Help us out here. Find, find family members. 4410999. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yesterday after the show, Kevin just stuck a bunch of Kleenex up his nose. Yeah. I thought he had a bloody nose. That's what I thought, too, at first. He just had a bunch of Kleenex up his nose, both nostrils. Just had Kleenex up there and was just walking around, walking around the building with it, with a bunch of Kleenex way up his nose. Well, right before I got ready to leave, he shares an office with me after the show. Right. And there's a desk, that there's a a countertop that is in between where he sits and I sit. So he has his computer on one side of it, I have it on the other. And underneath it, we share a trash can, and it's open underneath. Open concept. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, well, it's, you, the counter is open on both sides there, yeah. Yeah, and so that he can put stuff in the trash and I can put stuff in the right. trash can. yeah. And he, at the end of the day, I was standing here getting ready to leave, and he took the big boogery Kleenex out of his nose that had been in there for an hour and just threw the Kleenex towards the trash can. Not even It didn't even get close to the trash can, and it went across and under the counter and landed on my shoe. Oh, my gosh. Just Are sat you trying there, to make me throw up like right cereal? Right on my shoe. And I just go, really? And then I just kicked the Kleenex onto the ground and left. Because I was kind of grossed out. Well, yeah, I would imagine. I was kind of like, what are, we, what are we doing? It is still on the ground today. Oh, my. It's on the ground right by my chair, just the boogered up Kleenex. I'm not touching it. 
I think that's the so, right answer. Everybody listening, help me out here. What am I supposed to do? Do I just That's leave, a good question. Do I just leave it? Do I go get more, you know, paper towel and I just pick it up and throw it away? Do I need to make a big deal about it? What am I supposed to do with the boogered up Kleenex oh, that gosh. was thrown, missed the trash can, landed on my shoe? I hit with the really and then it's still there today, which means that it was not picked up yesterday after I left. Right. What am I supposed to do with the boogered up? Kleenex? He's notorious for not hitting the trash can, uh, but usually it's not that disgusting. I mean, my in, oof, my initial reaction, put it on his keyboard, is to go get a rubber glove out of the first aid kit. Okay, and. <laughs> and I don't mind using like I don't mind using. Oh, you could scoop it with paper, right? I was gonna say I could get a scoop a doop. I could do a little scoop a doop <laughs> with something, and and then I can put it somewhere. But is this just one of those things you just put, pick up, throw away? We just move on, Car- cancels out, carry on. Uh, or is this one of those things when it's a boogered up Kleenex yeah. that you are allowed to go make a statement? Is this a statement moment? What's the proper course of action? Uh, Gus says rub his nose in it. Um. Yeah, Tom says keyboard for sure with a post-it note that just says, really? Here's the problem with it. There's just as much of a chance that he puts it back in his nose. Yeah, but that's on him then at that point. But then I feel bad because it's going to make him, it's going to give him some kind of. <laughs> no, it's his, it's his, no. I, not even he wouldn't infection. do that one. <laughs> I'm mean, just looking at it. You can see right here. It's all, it's, got, it's all curled up, you know, the thing. We probably all put a Kleenex up our nose if you've had a bloody nose or something. Yeah. I mean, I can see the sides out there that is all twisted. Well, from where the yeah. from where it was shoved up the nose, but it's just on the ground. It's not in the trash can. It's on the it's on See, the. Ground. This is why I love asking people this because Josh said just kick it back to his side. That's okay. That may be. I don't. I don't necessarily want to touch it. I'll swoop it. It's already been on my foot. I guess it doesn't matter. It's already been on my right shoe. I well, can you just... burned those though, right? Didn't you burn those shoes yesterday? I burnt the shoes to yeah. the ground. Yeah, good. I was saying, you just want to just never touch those again. I just I I looked up. I go really, and I I thought, well, this will be picked up. Gosh, when I came in today, it. I was like, there's no way that Kleenex that has the, the booged up Kleenex oh. is still on my side of the ca- of the table. Could you please stop saying booged up Kleenex? What is the proper term for a Kleenex that's been booged up? Boogered up Kleenex. Boogered up Kleenex. Thank the you. boogered up, the mucused up Kleenex. No one is saying just to pick it up regardless of how you can do it. Paper, glove, shoe, stick, tongs, marshmallow roasters. No one is saying just use those and then throw it away. No one is saying that. Not one person of all the, I don't know, that's probably 40 texts in about two minutes that no one is saying to throw it away. Most are saying to either push it back over where he sees it more obviously. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's not going to work. I don't think it's going to work. That's not going to help. Or, or to, you know, put or, it, or put it just, into his uh, space. Or I just throw it away. We move on. It's a... It's a mental note, and the next time is the time. Is that enabling, though? I don't know. I know. I just don't want it on the carpet anymore. <laughs> well, put it on your shoe. I feel like I'm going to step Jay, on it. Kevin, and oh. Sam in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. Could you do that thing like soccer players do where they put the heel in front, and then you kind of kick roll it, it up, up and you kick it up over ah. your shoulder and then you catch it in the trash can and do like khaki oh. sack all the way down the hallway into yes. the, the big trash can you juggle it down the hallway and yeah. then boop over the side of your foot into the trash can i could probably try that i'll give you a dollar i can do that